I'm dying. I couldn't sleep last night. It was too hot. You do that thing where you're you're like, I feel like I'm abroad. Where's the aircon? And you stick like a leg out the duvet and you're like, oh, that's better. And then after 30 seconds, you're, you're like, no. No, it's not. My leg is now the same temperature. Nothing works. Nothing. Everyone out there that isn't literally in Scotland, which maybe is the one person that's listening. Yeah, that's a few people. You don't understand what it's like to be in slightly hot temperature without aircon. I think it was 27 in Glasgow yesterday. It's meant to be 30 today. And that's not particularly high unless you don't have aircon. Unless you don't live in Scotland. <laughs> I've never seen these temperatures. Like for one week of every 10 years, exactly. aircon would be great. But that doesn't make it worth buying. So, I, so we just suffer. What I did, what I did yesterday. Oh yeah, sorry, sorry. It's meant to be thirty-one degrees at one o'clock. Oh, I can't believe it. Uh, I went, I'm not even stepping outside. I'm avoiding all the sunburn. I'm avoiding all the tan. I'm going to look young. At least my face is. My hair is going to go, but my face will look young. I uh, yeah went to Glasgow Green yesterday and had some drinks in the park, which was lovely. Uh, I was off work. I wasn't skiving. And some cold, some cold juice. Some cold juice. Oh yes, absolutely. Yes. But then, after about three hours, myself and um, Bex, we both kind of decided it was too warm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, it was like there's there's a line between. Oh, this is nice, and actually, no, we need to get inside before both of us crisp up. Although I did wear lots of uh, Factor Fifty, so Mum would be proud. I only want this weather if I've paid for it, not if <laughs> the climate changed and brought it to me. Okay, welcome to Seesaw Parade episode 136, uh, where it is too hot. In in different ways. 136 is probably what it feels like the temperature is at the moment. At least Fahrenheit. I'm in shorts for the first time. I'm in pyjamas. Okay. (laughs) I've got my Seesaw... I I actually have my Seesaw Parade t-shirt on because it's white and it's light and you can't see the sweat patches. Are you sure you can't see the sweat patches? I've checked multiple times. Um, (laughs) Just keep checking all day. But honestly, honestly, it's, it's far too warm. Uh, I had enough of this, so of course we're inside recording a podcast. Uh, I'm Colin, he's James. Yep, I am. And uh, thank you all for joining us once again. Uh, hello to everybody who's listening to the first time, or listening for the first time, I should say. Um, James, we had a... Mm, we're we- actually, that's two weeks in a row we've remembered to care about new listeners. Yeah, that's it's nice, isn't that's it? It's nice. Well, then we, yeah. we want them to feel like they're included. And new listeners, well, it wasn't even words. New listeners, you're included. You are. Uh, thank you for everybody who got in touch uh, at Seesaw Parade on Twitter, on Snapchat, on Facebook and Gmail. <laughs> they, they did. I think people actually did did hear our plea for contact, actually. Wow, I didn't I didn't check. Okay, well... I'm um, gonna, I can't check. I'm on a new PC. I spent all of my savings on a PC because my other one died. So I, I haven't logged into Seesaw yet. Great. Um, well, first of all, can I just say hi to... Tim Tim McKin, who said, "How are you? Can I get a follow back, please, from a fellow Glaswegian, please?" Oh, that's not how it works. No, Tim. no, sorry, a fellow Glasgowegian, please. That's not how it works. <laughs> you have to earn a follow. Actually, Colin probably followed you back, right? No, oh, I, didn't, I, I didn't actually. I I felt this. I felt. Oh, like you didn't. That. That's not how it works. Was that Tim mentioned? T- you said T- Tim McKin. It's all one word. Oh, close enough. Uh, Andrew Crawford said he was uh, intrigued by the title "Trapdoor to Gunge." Oh, why did you call the episode that? It's <laughs> a great name. What is wrong with calling episode I need that? I censor myself. I just hate that set of words. It feels wrong. Okay, and Ross said, enjoyed this episode, enjoyed reading your Twitter trolls telling you to get a suit and tie late at night near a, build- a burning building. Yeah, so this was after the, of course, the School of Art fire, RIP, RIP some vintage chairs, and <laughs> wow. lots of people on Twitter saying, hey, 
you look like you were out tonight. Where's your suit and tie? And I said, go away. It's one in the morning. I was at the gym. Yep, because that's a normal thing to do at one. Well, actually, it is for Colin. Yeah, it is. And also, last but not least, yeah. uh, Craig, who replied to our comment about um, conspiracy theorists having a great time, considering the arts go on fire for a second time in four years, he said, Conspiracy heaven, and it was the great fire of Glasgow that resulted in Scotland joining the Union due to a lack of money to sort the city out. Also, did you know that? Also, the fact that we tried to colonize Panama and all died. <laughs> Okay. That too. But also a fire. Fire and Panama. Pan- yeah. Let's blame those. Those are the two things yeah, to blame. There's the conspiracies. That's all the English. Okay. The English is, they're all, they're burning everything. Can I also say that uh, when I went on, on Seas Operate's Twitter, our most recent uh, episode was liked by Logan Paul. But then I click on it and it's actually a Logan Paul fan account. And it's an episode in which we talk <laughs> about Logan Paul. Uh <laughs> So, there we go. I thought we'd almost made it. I thought we'd almost made it. Tag him again. Tag him again in this one. Hi, Logan Paul, and any people who think he we would like to talk about uh, him. We do not. We only talk about him when he makes fun of dead Japanese people. Let's interview him. Let's do an interview real quick. Let's do an interview. Call him. Okay. Call him now. Let's make a start, shall we? The World Cup, and I'm sorry, but the World Cup is still happening. Uh, we're going to keep it brief. It is. It, it goes on. Endlessly, but uh, some some teams. The teams are now we're in the elimination stage, James. Things are happening. There's actual news after two weeks. Yeah, it's good. The first uh, the first thing I'd like to talk about very very briefly is that Germany, uh, das Germany, are out. If now, if I remember correctly, they won the last World Cup. They did well. Remember, James, they are the oh, World Cup reigning champion holders. Yes, and they are out. Yes, at the group stage for the first time. Since 1938, they lost 2-0 to South Korea. South Korea, an up-and-coming <laughs> country in the footballing kingdom. But it's not just that. They lost, obviously, to Mexico. They beat Sweden with a last-minute goal, which was quite good. But they still lost. they still only just scraped through. They didn't have a good. They didn't have a good run. Uh, did yeah, they? And, and then losing to South Korea, uh, James. What what has gone wrong here? Because Germany were the reigning champions, and they have some of the best players in the world, and yet they're losing to Son Hyung Ming and Co. You know, I think it might be related to the high pressure and expectation that the that the either reigning champs or the host teams have. All the teams with big names in them, all the teams that people are going, oh, they might win. It's the pressure. It gets too much. They get nervy. They get they get twitchy. They fail. I think that's in the like five of the last World Cups. The reigning champions have gone out of the group stages four times. So we probably should have seen this coming. Well, apparently, yeah, it's a thing, and it's just because they get nervy, or either either that or lazy. One of the two. <laughs> oh, guys, we're the best in the world. We don't need to train for four years. <laughs> we don't need new players. We don't need a new coach. Get out of here. We're just going to laser about because we're the we're the champs. Okay, well, moving quickly on to England, who obviously were rather pleased that Germany had, had gone out. Uh, they play Belgium in their last group game. England already through, uh, but then it comes to the... Uh, yeah, because the, they, they beat uh, Panama. They did. They beat Panama, and the whole uh, English media decided that they were going to bring the World Cup home. <laughs> yeah, well, we, we, we won against Panama. We're definitely the best team in the world now. Um, so I mean, then again, Scotland failed to defeat Panama back in the day, so maybe it is a big challenge. Scotland never played Panama before, are they? We tried to colonize and died. <laughs> okay, I suppose there's that. I, I thought we were still talking about football. It's fine. Uh, England already through. 
if they decide this is a, this is a, a theoretical or or moral question for you, James. If they finish top of the group, if they beat Belgium tonight, um, it's an ethical question. That, yeah, you're right. I was almost. I, I kind of was there. I was in the right ballpark. I was in the right football ground. Yeah, all right. If, if England get first, if they come first, they would have a decidedly trickier task right. of getting to the final. Cool. If they lose tonight, yeah, then their route to the final is much easier. Yeah. Is it? What do you well argue on paper? Yeah, you, instead of having to play Brazil or Croatia, you're playing Switzerland or Sweden. Oh, is it really? I thought usually if you got the top of your group, you'd you'd uh, you'd get the tougher games. It's, it was because the likes of Brazil and Argentina both finished second in their groups, mm, as opposed a, to first. As this was is expected. A, this is a tough one. So, what do you, in England? Like, should you be playing to lose, or is that bad sportsmanship? That's bad sportsmanship. You should get a red card if you play to lose. The whole country should get a red card if you play to lose. You gotta try to win. I don't care. What's the point in, in like going in like half best? If you if you if, even if it makes the rest of the tournament easier, you, you play each game to win each game, right? That's the that's the point of sport. Yeah, I mean, I think we we can speak from having illustrious sporting careers ourselves, right? <laughs> I have won at least one sport tournament. I won the egg and spoon race in primary six. I'm not even kidding. I used to be fast when I was a young a young boy. I did cheat though, because the egg was plastic and I kicked it. When I was when I was three, uh, m- my swimming teacher told me I was good at swimming. You were three. Yeah, <laughs> like you're the next Michael Phelps. We don't know who he is. I don't know who he is right now, but you're going no, to. No, that was that's a serious overstatement. They told me I was good. Okay. So if I know one thing is that when you're in the World Cup, you got to you got to try win all the matches, even if it makes the rest of your tournament more difficult. Like, come on. I don't want any. any this is an ethical question. No bad ethics in the sport. Please. Okay. Okay. So we'll wait and see if, if uh, what kind of performance England put in tonight. But that's that's basically where we are at the moment. Um, France, Argentina, Brazil, all kind of looking fairly mediocre. James, in terms of our teams, uh, the the four that we yeah, predicted, big, which were yeah, the definite solid predictions: Peru, Colombia, Argentina, and Germany. Mm-hmm. Germany are obviously out. They're dead. Peru are also out. Yep. Argentina were almost out. They finished second. And Colombia still aren't guaranteed progress. So our picks have gone horribly wrong at this point. I think we cursed them. I think we cursed them. I, I definitely did not expect Peru to fail uh, so early. Really? Uh, so I think it must be because we said, to we said you know, Peru's going to win. And then they heard about it and they got nervous because they didn't want to let us down. Uh, so <laughs> they've lost, I don't know how many of their games, but they're out. They actually beat Australia. They did beat Australia, which again is a huge challenge. Australia, very famous for being good at football. Football, yeah. And they, to be fair, they should have beaten Denmark, but um, in classic Peruvian football style, they couldn't. You were lacking a cutting edge. In you the know that is, and also they yeah. missed a penalty. I should have. I should have remembered that Peru usually just it falters in the final third. That's one country who've beaten Scotland. I think everyone. I think everyone's beaten Scotland, right? About a month ago, Peru beat them. Yeah, that was that was fun. Anyway, let's let's move on, shall we? We'll be uh, keeping tabs on that. Uh, I think, to be fair, James, if anything, our best chance is probably Argentina. Probably, but they are, but they're playing France in the next round. So, but you never know. <laughs> maybe maybe we'll pick the both the finalists. Maybe it'll be Argentina, Colombia. Well, maybe. I don't think that's possible. Who knows? No, that's <laughs> possible. They're in d- different halves of the draw. There we go. Maybe we pick the finals. Okay. Um, there's no more like uplifting World Cup news to report. Apparently, Russia was actually got caught doping again, but they're not going to do anything about it. Um, I did see some very happy Mexican fans throwing a Japanese fan no, 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 in the no, air. No, throwing a South Korean fan. South Korean fan in the air. Because South Korea's beating Germany meant Mexico were also through. Sorry, I've just got such an affinity for the Japanese fans. They're on my mind all the time. 
They're so nice. Okay. Right, let's move on to some movie news because we had a lack of it last week, so we've got to make it yeah, up for so it Yeah, so we're going to talk about every film ever. Right, let's just go first of all to the reboot of The Predator. Now, we discussed the first trailer a few weeks is ago. Is it a reboot or a sequel? I think it's a reboot. I'm not entirely sure, to be honest. I'm going to call it a sequel. But it, they've released a second trailer. Let's just have a quick listen to this first. Tell me about the mission. Did you see anything unusual? It's above our big ring. I get a cookie now. <laughs> Look, I get it. Something went down in Mexico. Nobody wants any witnesses. Again, I say this every week in the podcast. I need a new catchphrase for, for trailers. This is the whole film. We've seen it all. We've seen the last line of the film. I bet you the final line of the film is in this trailer. So you, are you saying you didn't like it? It was a much better trailer than the first one. It made the film look a lot better. It keeps the expectations quite low but not impossibly low. Okay. Well, I think I'll disagree. Not quite as heartily as I was expecting you to. I really like this, but you're right. It's essentially spelling out what's going to happen. Oh man, we're mercenaries. We're going to go to Mexico and salvage this ship. Oh no, it's the, the bad alien guy, but oh, we got him and we brought him back to the US and now, oh, they're doing experiments on him. Oh, he's back alive and he's running wild. Let's catch him. Oh no, he got us. Oh wait, the bigger one of him got him. What are we going to do? And then they all gang up and fight the big one. Okay. And then at the last line of the film, it's like, yo, even more predators. We are waiting for you. We got the big guy. What can you do now? Did you enjoy the film? That was the whole thing. Let's review it now. I think it was a one out of zero. <laughs> Similar to uh, the summary of our of boxing films last week. That was basically it. I do like the casting of this film. I like the cast. I do. That's a, that's Apart a fair. Apart from the strange inclusion of uh, Key and Peel, the half who isn't Jordan Peel, whose name I Key. never remember. Keegan. Keegan. Keegan somebody. Keegan-Michael Key. Who's, that's it, who is a comedian and is just like, oh look, he's on a bus making jokes. Yeah, he's playing the funny mercenary. I know, but he's, I don't know, it's one of these He ones- had a gun, he looked pretty good with his gun. He reload. He like reloaded it or, or he, he cocked it or something. He got that chamber ready to, to ready to explode. It's similar to when they had, uh, not Prometheus, what was the Prometheus sequel called? Pr- Prometheus 2. And Danny McBride. yeah. Was it was like the captain, and you're like he, he can't he can't be in this. He's not. Now, he's I'm, not a I'm, serious actor. I'm, I'm all for comedians playing serious roles or like action roles or any roles. I think comedians make for the best actors because they know how to how to do emotion. Right. I think I think he's going to be the best guy on the screen. I'm calling okay. it. He's going to get an Oscar for this one. Okay. Well, let's move on to another trailer. This one is called Hotel Artemis, which. Um, Sorry, it's called Hotel Artemis. <laughs> it's, called, it's called Hotel, Hotel. Hotel Artemis. I, I, it was one of these ones I said it and I was like, that, that didn't sound right. Hotel. Hotel Artemis. <laughs> wow. Right, no. Let's, let's just play the clip. Play the clip. Easy, fellas. Everybody's going to get fixed up. Now verify your memberships and we're off to the races. The Artemis is a secret hospital for criminals. I thought you were done with all this. I got out, but you know how it goes. You're never out. Not up here. I thought this place was a myth. We've been here for 22 years. This hospital was built on two things. Trust. Rules. I'm 100% in favour of this movie. Oh, good. Me too. I think this looks awesome. It's like they took the... They saw John Wick and they saw the hotel in John Wick and that how fun that as an idea was and they made a whole film about it. It's That's, that's the vibe I got. Basically, yeah. the team behind... Yeah, the team have seen John Wick 
And I think it's Drew Pierce who wrote this, who's done Iron Man 3. I think he did some other... Oh, that's not a good start. Uh, no, no. Hey, well, first of all, I like that film. Um, oh, he no. Is, no but he, he, he has some pretty good writing credits. Okay. But he's clearly seen John Wick and has been like, right, I like this one aspect. That hotel was a really cool concept, yeah. <laughs> I like this one aspect of the film. Let's write an entire film around it. And to be fair... It even has the whole thing, like, the hotel rules. Like, don't kill anyone. Yeah, don't it's the same rules. Do this, you're like... Be polite. This is basically just... This is just John Wick. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. This looks awesome. Well, yeah, you, you're going to go into this film, I reckon it's going to be a you-get-what-you-expect situation, but you get it. You get it good. I'm excited. Okay, good stuff. Uh, well, let's uh, quickly move on then to... Oh, one more trailer. Welcome to Marwin. Now, this is... Uh, well, first of all, there's some news with this. Um, it's Steve Carell. And it's uh, Robert Zemeckis who did Forrest Gump, who did Flight, and various other films of the last few years. So he's a, a mm-hmm. fairly acclaimed director. Mm-hmm. And Steve Carell, who uh, he isn't more an actor than a comedian. I, I can. I can Whoa, no, he's a he's a comedian. You're not allowed to like him. Shut up. I know he started on like <laughs> SNL or whatever, but yeah. did he? I don't know. He's a comedian. Like he, okay, anyway, he can do serious stuff. I've seen him do serious stuff. So he's can very all comedians. Okay, anyway, let's have a quick listen to this one. I just moved in across the street. I love all the details. <gasps> Who are they? They are Nazis torturing Hoagie. Why? Because he's different. The women of Marwin protect me. You are safe. A toast, just for you. James, uh, first of all, the news with this is the film has been pushed back to December. Yes. So it's in the minds of... The Oscar people. Yes. Thoughts on, on, first of all, on the trailer and then on that move. Okay, the trailer looks good. It looks very weird, but good. I'm okay with this. The thoughts on that move, so long as the film was done and they're just improving it between now and then, I'm all for it. I like pushbacks for films just to polish them and make them better than they were. But is it that or is it Sony or who? I don't know. It's Sony. Um, somebody just looking at it and being like, hmm. Yeah, this got an Oscar an film Oscar on our hands here. Film. It could be, but I hope that when they when they think that they go, oh, we could have an Oscar film. Let's keep making it better. Okay, as opposed to just well, let's just let's put it on the back burner for three months. Basically, yeah. As long as it's not on the back burner, and as long as it's not desperately trying to salvage something out of a bad film, I'm all for pushbacks. But you know, this looks like it's pretty good already. Cast is good. It looks entertaining, it looks different and interesting, and that's what we're always asking for, things that are different. And I don't think I've seen this film before. I don't remember it. Yeah, no, it does. It it certainly seems very fresh, absolutely. Yeah, I'm all for fresh. This is great. Okay, before we get to Spider-Man 2 news, let's go to uh, some very, very... Some news in brief. Uh, Men in Black 4 has cast uh, Kumail Nanjiani. Oh, yeah. In the cast, who I can almost guarantee will be like... He's real funny, right? He'll be the, uh, the comedy foil Yeah, for the already comedy pairing of Tessa Thompson and uh, Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, no, he's, we're basically just gathering everyone who can maybe be funny and putting them on the film now. Okay. Um, Angry Birds 2... Oh, I can't wait. ...is coming next year. Uh, oh, I don't think one, I can wait that long, Colin. I need, I need it now. Made about 400 million mm-hmm. and uh, was also terrible. So clearly they've just seen the money signs and here we are. Sequel on the way. Oh, yeah, see, yeah. People are going to go see it make it that's just how it works talking of films which made a lot of money but people actually liked jumanji hey welcome to the jungle uh and uh, jumanji 2 is now set for release uh december 13th 2019 
uh, as confirmed by Dwayne on his Instagram. Dwayne. And, you know, the film was good. They seemed to care about it. Yeah. They all had fun making it. They were all keen to make another one. Hopefully it has the same movie magic. The same same, same comedy and same character. Nice. I like that. Great soundbite, James. I know. I was I was going for 100% soundbite there. I'm practicing. Okay, good stuff. Top Gun 2. Uh, some casting news. They have <laughs> so, already wait, no, started. Hold on. Top Gun 2. Uh, this is like Creed 2, but the other franchise. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, Top Gun 2, which clearly is trying to pass the franchise from Tom Cruise to his son. Uh, well, his his son in the movie. Yeah, it's not who, a real life son. Who they are yet to cast. This is the issue. So they've now they've narrowed it down to Miles Teller. Wait, I look like Tom Cruise. No, you, no, you don't. You don't I, I've got squint teeth and a big nose. You also have the right coloured hair. I, in fact, if there was anyone... Yeah, and I'm not tall. If you, actually, you know what? If it was between the two of us, you would definitely win that one. I which, get it, yeah. Which one is Tom Cruise's son? They'd all vote for you. It, it's done then. Okay, well, Tom, I'm in. You're not on the shortlist. Call there's, me. You've got my number. There's uh, Miles Teller from Whiplash, Fantastic Four, etc. Oh, that, yeah. Nic- yeah, him. Nicholas Holt from the X-Men franchise. Uh, he plays Beast. Oh, and yeah. also, he's in Mad Max. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Skinny boy. And then... Last but not least, Glenn Powell. Oh my goodness, I just connected him to Mad Max in my brain right now, and that's just <laughs> that's just exploded me a little. And you, can you connect? It's just exploded you. Yeah, my neurons have all gone pew, pew, pew. Okay, and last but not least, Glenn Powell, who is probably my favourite for this. He is uh, not so well known at the moment, but he was in Everybody Wants Some, which was one of my favourite films of 2016 from uh, Richard Linklater, and also he was in... That astronaut movie with the black women last year, which ah the astronaut movie, Hidden Figures. He played John Glenn. Yes, and also he is in the new Ryan Gosling Spaceman movie we talked about last Ah, week. Ah, oh yeah, yeah, he's in that one. He's one of these guys who you would recognise the face, but you don't know the name. But you will, yeah. But he is fashionable at the moment, apparently. He is. He's and he's also he's like classic American. He's just like oh, you look American because you're handsome and you're tall and you're good at. Things. I can see why he's your favourite out of the, that list. <laughs> to be fair, out, out of the three, he's definitely the most attractive, I'll put it that way. He's the most handsome and tall. Nicholas Holt's too English, and uh, Miles Teller has a funny nose. He's got a funny face in general. <laughs> I'm not against <laughs> funny faces, but it's not it's not Tom Cruise-y. <laughs> okay, before we move on to some other stuff, Spider-Man 2 has a new title. It was meant to be <gasps> Homecoming 2, but it's now been changed to Far From Home. Well, that makes sense, because Homecoming 2 is a terrible title. True. Like homecoming. Coming home again. Homecoming to home. Homeward bound. Oh, wait, that's another. That's already a film. That's a film already. But as we know, you can make films of exactly the same name anyway. The way, though, that this film title was revealed Far From Home. Far From Home. And Far From Home definitely doesn't mean on Titan as as, as another planet entirely. That's not what it means. So, Tom Holland. Maybe it means still dead because otherwise it's spoilers. Shut up. Tom Holland. Uh, an Instagram, of course, because everybody, all movie stars work on Instagram these days, apparently. Yeah, no, Instagram's got its, got its own video service up now that's he, apparently really, really popular. Okay, well, he, uh, Tom Holland on his Instagram, uh, had a wee video backstage at some sort of Comic-Con, and he said, look, I can't tell you anything about Spider-Man 2, can't tell you a single thing, um, but we're going to start filming in the next two weeks, and then he lifted up his iPad to, like, show the logo, and of course it said Spider-Man 2, 
Far From Home, oh. which is continuing this theme of like Tom Holland accidentally. Oh man! In inverted what an commas. Accident, what an accidental spoiler that one. Accidentally spoilering oh, things. He revealed that one totally by accident. He he just accidentally had an iPad that had the image of a logo that someone sent him to show the cameras by accident. Oh Tom, you you scamp! The whole like Tom Holland spoils things. Was the like the first time it happened when he accidentally, well, again, accidentally unveiled the logo for Infinity War? Yeah, was also yeah not real. How do you act? Like, yeah, how, do you, you get watch a the logo? video. He's reading the letter and he flips around and he turns it upside down. You're like, you clearly are not reading this letter. <laughs> You've yeah. broken my suspension of disbelief, sir. And anyway, they've continued this joke. You're like, okay, wait, it's not that funny anymore. But it works. I mean, maybe to the it works. maybe to the fangirls. I say fangirls very lightly, considering I basically am one. But to the fangirls, maybe it's funny and real for them. But for everybody else, you're like, come on. Come on, guys. But it just, it just, it, it works. They're doing it because it works. It gets people talking about it, even if it's fake. And then the fakeness gets people talking about it more. Clever right. move. Okay. Sony has also announced uh, that they're working on two spin-offs. Two more spin-offs. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, to replace the ones that they cancelled recently. <laughs> exactly. The first one is called Silk, which is, I think... It's about a worm. It's not, surprisingly. Oh no! It's. Uh, I think it's one of. I think it's Peter Parker's classmate, Cindy Moon. Yeah. Who also gets bitten by the same she spider. Except by this one, she can actually squirt the web. From, Aye. She <laughs> from can Toby Maguire it rather than what well, he has. Garfield, Garfield or Holland it. Yeah. Right? Okay. And then the other one that they're working on is Morbius, and they've cast Jared Leto. Everyone's everyone's favorite actor. DC. Joker Jared Leto as I've Morbius. I've two films a, that I liked him in. Who's apparently Morbius is a living vampire, which really hasn't sold me on this movie at Wait, all. Wait, rather than rather than a dead one, apparently so. Undead? Are they undead? Is he? Is he just? Is he got? Is he got big teeth? Is that what they're saying? I have no idea, dude. You have to watch the film. I don't want that's to. That's coming out. Well, that's it's another one of these like spinoffs following Venom. <laughs> the greatest success of Venom. They're yeah. already they're already banking in on that cash flow. I know. So uh, so that's that's to come. So I'm sure you'll see some great trailers for Morbius, which is also Can't, a dreadful day for a bad guy. Name. You could just why why not just Morbius? That's not an actual word. Is Morbius a word? Uh, Morb sounds a bit like it's that almost have some sort of Latin connotation to death. So yeah, I can imagine it. Is. I thought it was well, like which call it Morbius? That's even worse. It's an, it's a word at least. Is it? Oh, I, yeah. I, I think you're like a Morbius strip. You're making that up. Morbius. Yeah. You can Google that, and I'll Google Morbius. Okay. Right. Uh, well, let's let's just uh, talk about De- Westworld. Define Morbius. Oh, God, are you seriously doing this? It's just a name. It's just a name for for okay, some kids. Okay, type in Mobius then. T- delete the R. Define Mobius. Definition of Mobius strip. A one-sided surface that is constructed from a re- rectangle by holding one end fixed, rotating the opposite end through 180 degrees and joining it to the first so end. So basically you just knew that because it's like geeky science stuff and I don't know that because I was not a geek at any stage of life. Mobius strips are cool, okay? Right, moving on. Westworld has ended. Season 2 is over. Oh, I can't believe it. I was just about to start watching it. And it's gone well, now, I will, and I'll never without, watch without it spoilers, anymore. I will say cool. uh, that although the season had a few iffy points, there was a few episodes I was kind of like, yeah, I probably could have skipped this episode entirely and nothing would have right. changed. Okay. That being said, the important episodes were great. Mm-hmm. And although the finale has uh, a few kind of gaps in logic, 
Oh, and that's a shame. Some quite some questions and some segments where I'm I'm still very much confused as to, as to what happened. The the main gist of the season and certainly the last couple episodes, I was like, wow, okay, this is great. Okay, so so like it is a, like worth watching situation here. Absolutely worth watching. Well, the cool. thing is, it has lost a couple of people this season because it was seen as too complicated. Which I know Westworld's never been one for simplicity, but yeah. So some people you, that stuck through the already complicated season one found this one too complicated. Well, That's it, a bad sign. Yeah, because it, it just jumbled up the timeline even more. Ugh. Um. So I would, but I would stick with it because some of the reveals yeah. are great, and the way they've left it for season three, you've you've got so many questions. Uh, but it's not like, and it's going to get cancelled. <sighs> no, I think no, I it, it won't. But I'm calling it okay. But it's like good questions. It's not like, oh, why? You know, it's not turning into Lost. Not yet, anyway. It's not Lost yet. Not yet. Um, <laughs> Just keep adding questions. Keep adding questions. We'll answer them someday at season finale. Right. Luke Cage, um, season two is on Netflix. James, I have not started this, but you have. I have. Impressions, go. The reviews were not entirely wrong. Right. They came in positive, and Luke Cage season two isn't awful. That's good. How about that? I have enjoyed... Some aspects of Luke Cage, some of them are just as bad as they always were. Okay. But they've got a villain with character, and that's all I ever want in a villain, is to have character rather than just be, oh, it's a crazy, it's a crazy person. Is this, when you see the villain, is this the Bush, Bush Tucker trial Bush, man? Bush, Bush Tucker trial boy. What's his name? Bush Tucker trial boy. No, he's called, sorry, he's called the Bush master. Yeah, he is. I love Bush him. Which does sound like something completely different, but it's fine. <laughs> I love him. He's great. He's got character. He's interesting. Okay, um, they've they've got a few too many plot lines going on for my liking, but that's the problem with second seasons of and things. That's, and that's the problem when you've got thirteen episodes to film. Yeah, so it is as we expected. Very quick, very rushed. Everything's happening, and as soon as you get used to that, as soon as you accept that it's not good slow TV and it's just cheap fast TV, then it becomes enjoyable to watch, and you just enjoy it at its own pace. Right. Okay. Good stuff. Well, I'm hope I'm hoping to to watch yeah. that soon anyway yeah. so we'll, we'll but do that. expect all your characters to go through a season's worth of development every four episodes okay. uh, let's get to some actual news before we wrap up the show uh, starting with brexit brexit means breakfast um and uh, the news this week that <laughs> i am i am hungry by the way i really want my breakfast i'm not eating today well i, I was in a hurry I, I i started to do some work before we recorded and i'm, okay. I'm hungry now uh, the news being that Brexit has already cost the UK more than the proposed benefits that leaving the EU is said to bring. Yeah, so the dividend, the dividend, the Brexit dividend is a negative number. Surprise! The, the, divi- the dividend. The dividend. No, the, div- the dividend. Okay, well, tell, tell me about this. Why is this happening? Because Im- imagine... We've had like a downturn in economic output. We've got some percentage lower. So we're losing billions and billions and billions. I think it's something in the hundreds of millions every week. Nice. Where it, and that turns out that much money is more than we ever paid to the EU in, in the year. Mm. So we're now making even less money than before. And we've got a worse economy than before. And we're not even out yet. We're not even done the process. And yes... Apparently, this magical dividend, which is a negative number, is going to pay for 
more NHS spending and more public spending because the Conservatives have finally realised that you can't just keep cutting everything. You have to spend. But they're saying it's all going to come from a Brexit dividend, which is a negative number. This is mind-blowing. We're at, we're at Donald Trump level of fakery going on with the Brexit chat here. Did you see Theresa May uh, introducing a video to celebrate the 70th anniversary of the Windrush generation the other day? Which I thought was hilarious. Ah, that's great. We celebrate the great contribution made by these people. It's like, what? You've not been celebrating them. You've been trying to chuck them out. Yeah, just trying to get rid of them up until two weeks ago when they, when everyone noticed. <laughs> exactly. And then the video just... I don't think the video even acknowledges the fact yeah. that this has been going on. There's no apology, nothing. The, this administration that we have right now, the conservative leadership, is taking serious tips from the Trump organization administration. Like, just ignoring the truth, saying outright lies, laughing at the poor, just doing everything they can to to make everyone but themselves the enemy. And it's it's wrecking the country. Slower than the US, but it is wrecking the country. Okay. Uh, penultimately, let's talk about North Korea. Uh, and the news that satellite images have shown North Korea upgrading. It's nuclear research facility. This, of course... Did, did you just say upgrading? But Trump promised that they demolished all of their nuclear buildings. He did. And he said that uh, North Korea were no longer a nuclear threat, which was then... And then a day later, he said that they were an extreme threat, but then he retracted that again. Uh, but, but still, he said that they'd done already done complete denuclearization. It was already yeah. done. Which was wrong, because they, they haven't. They've actually been working... Well, oh, this imagine. is the thing... So it's satellite, it's satellite images, and uh, yeah. it's a couple of weeks after they signed that agreement, and Trump said yeah. he saved the world. He saved, yeah, did everything. He 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 hand shook a man. So the the chat is basically that they're just going to keep on going until Kim Jong Un actually tells them, you know what? Actually, no stop. So you know, what's happened here? Kim's a smart man, or someone in the org- in the in the administration is because they've realized that if you make Trump say a thing along the lines of, hey. They've promised a de- to denuclearize. It doesn't matter what you do afterwards, Trump will still say it's the truth. So even though North Korea are now expanding on their nuclear development, Trump has to say that they're still they're still denuclearizing, they're still yep. the good guys, because Trump's too proud to be wrong. So now they're gonna just get away with it without America America to push them back. No, well, at some point, if this continues, he's going to have to go back to them and say, actually, you know what, this, they, they have reneged on our agreement. Because can't, you can't just pretend it's like, never. oh yeah, sure, yeah, they're, they are denuclearizing, they're just building more stuff first. Now, I'd be happy to be wrong about this, but Trump will never go back on this. He will pretend that this agreement is for the benefit of the world until the day he dies, because he's too proud to take his one big moment and and chuck it away. Right. Okay, last but not least. He made he made a coin for it. He made a peace coin. Please. Well, he didn't he didn't make it personally. Well, yeah, but they're making coins for everything Trump does. That's and very he true. Has to, he has to approve it. Should we make a coin to to mark a historic occasion? I like coins. I do love coins. I'd be all for producing a coin. But I think we need to have enough demand for a coin. And probably some gold. I don't actually think I have any... Well, we can make good out of other things. Yeah, exactly. Chocolate. Plasticine. Play-Doh. Okay. Last but not least, uh, the story that... No, I, I really quite like this. Happy news. Um, in an attempt to curb the spread of malaria... Yeah. Uh, Bill Gates has poured $4 million into research... <laughs> pocket change, basically. He's poured, he's, he's poured the, the money he found in his back pocket. 
No, down, down the back of the couch. Yeah. Uh, into research which would create genetically modified mosquitoes, which once they uh, do the business with female mosquitoes... <laughs> the hanky-panky. The hanky-panky. Uh, the female mosquitoes would then give birth to baby mosquitoes, which would then die. <laughs> yeah, with baby mosquitoes with a much reduced lifespan, which is... You don't even be a teenager. Which, of course, because when mosquitoes bite, but they don't become, like, poisonous bite until they're adults. <laughs> no, no, no. No, 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 no. No? Only female mosquitoes bite, and they only bite when they're adults. Or okay, I was kind of like close. That. Yeah, they don't, it's not poisonous. They just, we're the poison. They're sharing our poisonous blood with other people. Um I see. So there's going to be a bunch of males... Male mosquitoes out in the world making making the genes all wrong and all the mosquitoes die. My well, question all. is, I can imagine there's probably more than just like a few hundred mosquitoes. I imagine there's yeah, a- at least a thousand. Okay, <laughs> they're going to make a lot of these mosquitoes, and then what? Are they are they disrupting the the natural order here, or is this a good thing? Well. Uh- Probably a good mosquito thing. Mosquito lives matter. I, I believe we can get away with killing mosquitoes. I don't think anything eats mosquitoes, and that's about it. If anything was dependent on mosquitoes, you might have to think a bit harder about it, but I think mosquitoes contribute nothing to the ecological order. We've done it. We've done this before I as think well, I think. a lot of research think. facilities will be out of a job once malaria gets cured, though. So they've got well, to We just move that. on to new things, right? We move on to f- fixing the bee crisis, right? <laughs> We've got malaria. Let's kill. Let's cure the bees now. Okay. But no, we did it. This is how we like reduced the number of Zika cases. They they released a kind of mosquito that wouldn't make that wouldn't live to adulthood. So it worked. It's worked before. They're just trying to make it work for a different kind of mosquito now. So it's like the Terminator version of mosquito is being set upon the mosquito world. Kind of. I'll allow it. That's an. It's a really. I'll loosely allow that analogy. Very loosely. Okay, well that's that's good. I like that story. It's good. Yeah, happy happy news. Maybe there's going to be less mar- malaria soon. I mean, every, the world is getting better a lot of the time. Well, it seems a- bad because because we have the media, but gen in general, people are living longer. People are less poor. There's fewer diseases. People are more educated. It's just the Western world that's that's failing. Okay, well on that uh, note. It's time to end this westernized mo- uh, podcast for one week, and we'll see you next week. <laughs> let's, let's put this this media machine to rest. <laughs> Absolutely, the fake news machine will stop for, until next week when it will uh, regurgitate forty minutes of propaganda for you. Yeah, pro- yeah, propaganda. Oh man, and puns, propaganda and puns. Oh, don't make that the title. That's that was too deliberate. No, no, no. It's not going to. No, that's that's too bad. We'll, we'll invite all the clickbaiters. I'll just call it like alt right sucks. <laughs> we do need to start trolling harder. That's how you get an audience. Troll harder. That's very true. So, so we no. What should we call it then? What we need to say is just no matter what the episode, what the episode is about, we just have to have the release be called like the Last Jedi is a bad film. No, we should have to say the Last Jedi is Last Jedi is a good film. No, no, no. The Twitter loves the Last Jedi. If you say anything bad about it, Ryan Johnson himself responds to you. <laughs> he does. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, enough. Uh, we'll troll the alt right next time. We'll troll everyone. That's how we okay. do it. Let's get let's get famous on being annoying. <laughs> I'm already there. Hey, see you, James. Goodbye, Colin. Goodbye, everybody. Everybody, but especially especially you, Teresa. Goodbye. <laughs>